Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. Andy here for What Culture Wrestling. And on today's news, we've got some sad news about Brian Danielson. We've got an update on how WWE Creative is really going. A former WWE signing target has requested their release. And we're going to give you a major update on Ronda Rousey and her wrestling career as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm Andy. I'm here alone. This is a bit weird. It's Sunday, but Andrew Pollard's off. So I'm tagging in. Let's talk some news. Brian Danielson, he's goosed for the rest of the year, unfortunately. Um, this is a real bummer, uh, but it was uh, announced by Claudio Castagnoli on last night's episode of AEW Collision that Brian Danielson is injured, he has suffered a broken orbital bone, he is going to need surgery, and he is going to be out for the rest of 2023. Claudio announced this during a promo, a very intense backstage promo. He's very angry uh, at Orange Cassidy, uh, and he's gonna wrestle him uh, next week in AEW, which will be absolutely great if their interactions in that tag team match from this week's episode of Dynamite are anything to go by. If you recall, it was Danielson and Claudio uh, up against Kazuchika Okada and Orange Cassidy. Uh, it was in that match, actually, that Danielson was injured. Now, there was some concern about him after the show, if you recall. Um, he was selling a lot, Danielson, but he's a great seller, so you're kind of like, is he hurt? Is this a work? What's going on? Um, it was later reported that he was able to at least walk out of the ring and up the ramp and everything of his own accord. But this is a legitimate injury. Uh, PW Insider's Mike Johnson reporting. I'll just read this because it's real short. Uh, for those who have asked about whether the announced Brian Danielson broken orbital bubba. Orbital bone, use your words, Andy, uh, was legitimate or not, we have confirmed with AEW sources that the injury is not storyline. So yeah, this sucks. <laughs> this really sucks. Um, Danielson, obviously, he spent some time away earlier this year, hurt, uh, taking a break. So really, by the time this year comes to the end, he's only gonna have been active for about six or seven months or whatever. But I, I still think he's the wrestler of the year uh, in terms of in-ring performances. I mean, the output is just completely insane. The MJF match, the Ricky Starks matches, the Zack Sabre Jr. match the other week, the, the Roosh match, the Christian Cage match. He's just got littered with amazing stuff across the board when he's been around. And it speaks volumes of the quality of those matches that I believe that the rest of the field wrestler of the year field is going to be playing catch up until December 31st. Can somebody catch him? Can an MJF come along? Can a Kenny Omega or, or Gunther or whoever the heck else you want to mention surpass that body of work by the end of the year? Let me know in the comments section below. In fact, tell me who your wrestler of the year is. Maybe you think I'm completely insane picking Brian Danielson. Maybe you think Orange Cassidy is the wrestler of the year. That, I mean, that's a solid pick. Great international title run. Let us know down below. But yes, best wishes to Brian Danielson. Um, 
for me, a major highlight. Whenever he's on my television screen, love watching the guy doing his best work, and he's been doing that a lot lately. So, hope it's a swift recovery for him. I don't know if you can just, like, magically heal an orbital... Or, 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 orbital bone <laughs> when it's injured. But if a genie could, like, cast a spell or, or get a wizard in and just tap him with the wand, that'd be sensational. Sort it out. Oops. Uh, let's move on to our next story. Uh, we're going to talk about WWE Creative just a little bit. This has been a hot topic as of late, um, given Vince McMahon's once again removal from WWE Creative by Endeavor head Ari Emanuel. Triple H now having 99.999999% of creative control in WWE again. There's a small update here from Fightful Select in one of their, like, uh posts they do where they have lots of little snippets. I can't remember the name. Sorry, Sean. I'm an idiot. Um, basically saying that the, the talent uh, that the outlet Fightful has spoken to since they did their bigger update on WWE Creative about Vince and Triple H and all of that stuff. Uh, talent have said that things have been a lot more straightforward since TKO uh, came along, TKO group holdings or whatever, since the Endeavor takeover was closed. That was in September. Now, things are much more like the last half of 2022 than the first nine months of 2023. So the difference between those two periods would be, uh, obviously in July, Vince McMahon resigned in disgrace. Uh, last July, 2022, Triple H was installed as, as chief content officer and de facto head of creative. But then January came along and Vince returned to the board of directors as executive executive chairman. I think that's the job title. I can't remember. My brain doesn't work sometimes. And he started interfering with stuff again. And uh, it kind of peaked over WrestleMania weekend where he tore up a lot of what was planned for, for the Raw after WrestleMania. Uh, after sitting on television and going, ah, I'm not going to be in the weeds. I'm not going to be doing that. A couple of hours later, boom. <laughs> nice plans, pal. How would you like it if I pissed all over them. Um, so this is obviously positive. Um, the Triple H creative era of WWE has been much more praised and much more enjoyed and, and really has done a lot better business-wise uh, than the last few years, uh, certainly, of Vince McMahon's creative run. Uh, so I don't think there'll be many people out there apart from Vince fans. Uh, do those still exist? I don't know. Who'll be, uh, I don't think there'll be too many people who are upset about this, put it that way. And it's not a major update, but it's nice to hear nonetheless. Just just good to know that the, the, the biggest wrestling company in the world is a happier place backstage and creative is, is doing well. So, hey, that's good. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal 
finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, let's move on to our next story here and talk about the WWE, former WWE signing, sorry, Target, who has requested their release. Uh, this is a person who, uh, when you look at him, you will understand immediately why WWE would want to sign him. Uh, and also, uh, beyond that, he's a very skilled performer. So, you know, uh, a no-brainer, I think, when it comes to the market leaders pursuing this guy. And he's had multiple tryouts with WWE in the past. Court Bauer has said that actually he's had three or four tryouts there. And at one point they said, hey, you're too much like Triple H. Uh, <laughs> I wonder now if Triple H has a bit of power, they go, hey, bring this guy in. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Alexander Hammerstone is the person I'm talking about. Sorry for rambling. Uh, he's requested his release from MLW and um, it doesn't look like MLW is going to grant it, at least for now. So this is another report from Fightful Select. It's quite a substantial one. Uh, noting that, yes, Hammerstone's relationship with MLW has frayed somewhat and MLW doesn't intend to grant the release. He has a contract there until 2025. So if they're going to shelve him, they're going to be shelving him for a long ass time. Uh, Hammerstone had not been told if it had been granted or denied, apparently, but communications earlier this year took place about a buyout for his contract. Uh, Hammerstone said he wanted to leave. Uh, MLW, from their standpoint, believe his motivation had dipped somewhat since he'd lost the company's world title, since he dropped that to Alex Kane earlier this year. Now, is he's still under contract, but he's not on the recent, the most latest roster update from MLW. Um, he has a monthly guarantee with a paper event type deal. There was a bit of confusion regarding an event he was originally not going to appear on, but then was available and they didn't use him because there was no budget. Uh, that's another complication. But MLW has been in contact with Hammerstone. They want to retain him as they've built much of the company around him as a top star. Um, but things are at an impasse. He hasn't worked since July and he is not currently booked. So it's one of those situations, I think, where the balance of power uh, is is wrong, in my opinion. I think that if, if you're going, and all wrestling companies do this, if you're going to classify someone as an independent contractor, you cannot hold them to the standards of a full-time employee. I don't think you can hold someone to those full-time employee standards without giving them the benefits of being full-time employees. We're talking healthcare, we're talking holiday entitlements, all of that stuff. Um, if somebody is to be classified as an independent contractor, they should be able to go, hey, I would like to leave. Please let me leave. Maybe you can negotiate parting of ways in there, uh, but I think it's wrong that independent contractors are held to these standards uh, by the companies who have all the power. And I don't think that's ever going to change, unfortunately, in pro wrestling. So if you have an unhappy person on your roster, my perspective is that you should let them go and you should let them explore other options. I understand Alexander Hammerstone has been a very important piece of the puzzle for MLW for many, many years. And yes, they have a contract. Um, but in my eyes, independent contractor status is complete bollocks. We should do away with it. Hammerstone would be great in WWE. I also think he'd be a great pickup for TNA, by the way. If they're rebooting in 2024 and they want someone to build around, some, some new face to come in, build around, put him on TV, he looks amazing. 
great guy to pick up, but he'll do well wherever he lands. I hope this is resolved sooner rather than later. Maybe they, maybe he stays. Maybe he's happy to stay. I don't know. We'll see what pans out. But let's move on to our final story. A bit of an update on Ronda Rousey. She's back in the ring. She returned to the ring for Lucha Vavavoom last week. This week, sorry. Um, surprising move, teaming up with Marina Shafir, facing Brian Kendrick uh, and Taya Valkyrie. All kinds of interesting connections in that match. Uh, Marina Shafir, a very close real-life friend of Ronda Rousey. Uh, of course, they were part of the Four Horsewomen of MMA, alongside Shayna Baszler and Jessamine Duke as well. Um, so... There's that connection. Also, Brian Kendrick trained Ronda Rousey, and I think Marina as well. Someone correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Taya Valkyrie's in there, and she's in AEW. So is Marina. So there's all kinds of interesting things going on in there. We won't talk about Brian Kendrick's attempted AEW debut. Oh, dear. Um, however, Ronda has now been announced for another show. She's keeping on wrestling. Hell yeah. She's going to be for the Wrestling Revolver uh, at their event, Unreal uh, Tournament. I made that part up, on the 16th of November. No word on whether or not she'll be wrestling or just making an appearance, but the announcement says Ronda Rousey's making her debut. That's a pretty huge coup if you are an indie promotion. Um, of course, Ronda teased this a little bit on Friday. It's now official. This is the independent promotion ran by Sammy Callahan, and it's very interesting. Sammy's been linked with AEW. John Moxley's hanging out there all the blooming time. Uh, Marina Shafir's been heavily featured, along with some other AEW personnel in that company. So it's really fun uh, that the Ronda's going there and it'll lead to all kinds of crazy speculation and rumours and whatever, whatever. Uh, Ronda wrestled her last WWE match at SummerSlam against Shayna Baszler. It was not great. Um, unfortunately, it didn't quite live up to expectations. It was kind of indicative of her last run in WWE, but I'm very excited to watch her explore other options. You don't know how someone's going to fare elsewhere until they go elsewhere. So, uh, hey, look, I'm interested in this. Maybe you are, uh, maybe you are not. That's entirely your prerogative, and I respect it either way. Um, but it does suggest that, that, that maybe there wasn't much of a non-compete on her WWE contract. Maybe it just expired. Who the heck knows? In which case, it wouldn't have one. But there we go. Ronda Rousey, latest. Questions! We've got them from Twitter slash X this morning. Thank you to everyone who replied to my hastily assembled thread and got the questions in. I do like to take ones that are relevant to current events, things that are currently going on in wrestling, so shout-outs to everyone who sent those in. Um, but Chainsaw Kev would like to know, we both know that unless WWE goes wild, LA Knight, yeah, isn't defroning Roman. Do you think that this will hurt Knight in the long run or is he still a viable challenger in the future? I don't think it will hurt him. He's way too over. He's way too popular. Fact is, the guy has an entire room in the palm of his hand. He just needs to say yeah, literally, or let me talk to you, or, or whatever, whatever. Uh, he is an old school sh talker. He is over because he's extremely charismatic and he talks mad trash and it's really catchy and it's really fun and it's like a throwback to like the Attitude Era in a lot of ways, but without the excess and it, it, it's, it's great fun. It's absolutely brilliant fun. And I think he will be back over in an instant. I think he can do the J-O-B. I do think that they'll come up with some kind of screwy finish involving Jimmy or Jay or whoever the heck else uh, they are so, uh, solo or whoever else, I almost called him Soho. Ruby Soho Sokoa. That'd be a tag team and a half. Um, but yeah, no, I think Knight will be totally fine. I do think he's going to lose. I think, you know, we are at the point where for these pay-per-views, it's quite transparently, you're just, you know, feeding popular people to Roman a little bit. Um, but if the payoff at WrestleMania or whenever Roman loses the title is, is there, it's going to be totally fine. It's going to be fine. Knight's going to be fine. Roman's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And I'm going to be fine. Let's move on to our next question. Um, I like this one a lot, actually. 
Uh, Lee J. Robinson wants to know, how come NXT has women's matches that feel more whole than what the main roster is doing right now? I think this is a simple uh, case that the NXT is just putting more effort in uh, with the women's division. They are featuring more people, they are giving them more time, they are letting them uh, find themselves, express their characters and build and grow and, and, and show their work. Uh, they're just giving them more screen time and it's, it's kind of paying off. I mean, if you look at Halloween Havoc this week, seven matches, five of them were from the women's division. Um, which is great. And then that included the main event with Becky Lynch and Lyra Valkyria, which was, of course, the title change. But three of those matches also went over 10 minutes. So it's not like they were just stupid squashes or whatever. There was some meaningful stuff on there. This is really good. It's a really good sign. Um, but they're getting backstage angles, the entire division, the storylines and all that. They're just putting in more effort. Uh, it's not just a case of, hey, here's the top storyline and some nothing else. There's like six or seven of these things going on at once. And it's not just that, but as well as like women's division centered storylines and individual feuds and stuff, they're mingling with like stables and things. Obviously you got like Via Hale over in Chase U and all of this other stuff. And over here's Ivy Nile hanging out with the Creeds and the remains of Diamond Mine. And they're getting screen time. They're establishing themselves and they're putting the effort in. It's just not the same on the main roster. I do think, um, that one of the great creative uh, flaws of the Triple H era has been how he has handled the women's divisions. I do think that probably every major wrestling company uh, in North America could look at what Shawn Michaels is doing with the group right now and go, maybe we should uh, follow that blueprint a little bit. Obviously, AEW, one match, a show. Uh, that, that's how it goes over there, and it, it's not great, and it's been the case pretty much since day one. But I think NXT is the new model in this regard, and it does help that they have like just white-hot prospects like Tiffany Stratton and other people to build around. It's a good scene down there. It's really great. Uh, let's move over to our final question of the day. It comes from Aiden, who asks, Do you think that Ring of Honor needs an overhaul or new direction? I think a big issue is having most of the champions as AEW wrestlers that aren't on the show very often, uh, other than Athena. Uh, Athena coming off a very good match with Mercedes Martinez on this week's show. So, and she's been doing great stuff down there all year long. I mean, for me, one of the TV wrestlers of the year, and the current stuff with Billy Stark as her, her, her minion is impossibly good and a real reason to tune in every week. So I think the answer to this question depends on your perception of Ring of Honor and its long-term future. Do you view Ring of Honor as a viable TV product that we're gonna shop around to TV networks and should be in the mold of Dynamite and Rampage, maybe not Rampage, Dynamite and Collision? Although, you know, Santana and Cheese was really great. Yeah, do you want it to be like a regular TV show with stories and builds and, and feature programs and structure and all this? Or is it more just like a dark, dark elevation type thing where you get people minutes and you have lots of different matches every week and it's just a case of getting people experience. It's more of a developmental show because that's the current format. If that is how you view the show, I think it's currently fine, honestly. Um, you know, it's not essential viewing uh, for a lot of people. It's more for a hardcore audience. Um, if it's just to exist, to get people reps and experience and tell the odd story, like the Athena stuff, which is great. I think it's currently fine. But if you want it to be more, yeah, you have to do more with it. If you have ambitions of, if this is something you actually want people to tune into, you need to have bigger matches, you need to have more characters, you need to tell more stories. It is a problem that those champions are barely on the show. Uh, they'll show up at the pay-per-view and the pay-per-view will be great. They always are. Um, but if you're of the perception that Ring of Honor needs to be more than like a dark, dark elevation substitute, Absolutely, they would need to change, but if you are okay with it being a developmental show, and I kind of am, to be honest, um, it's probably fine. But hey, that's it. I'm done. Here's another video. Bye. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.